Me too. <laughs> Hello, this is James Grenvig with Decentralized.media on Unrestricted Warfare, and I have a very special guest that I had in my other network. His name is Jason Ian, and we're going to get into all kinds of religions. We're going to get into the origins of mankind. We're going to get into so many different subjects, including we'll talk a little bit about modern day Kazaria, which is Ukraine, the Nazis, World War II, the Putin, the Putin uh, Tucker Carlson uh, conversation last night, even though Jason hasn't seen it yet, but we could talk about the main central point that I, I found in that video. I thought it was very interesting. Great interview on Tucker and Putin is a master of Western journalism, just like Trump is. Can't fool those guys. Video number one. The real war. 100%. The truth of which will be coming out soon. The horrors that they are experiencing, you can see for yourselves. And when the truth does come out, and I wish we were wrong. I honestly wish we were wrong, but we're not. When the truth does come out, the others, who have called us liars and fools, will be deeply regretful. Because this is without precedent. This global conflict, this war for the world, is without precedent. In other wars, land has been the objective. And in the process, people have been killed. But this time, the purpose is the genocide of the entire human population. They wanted to reduce us to 500 million. Yeah, 500 million per the Georgia Guidestones, which was destroyed on July 6, 2022. Ricardo Bossi, I love him. Uh, former Special Forces with the Australian Army. Uh, Parliament member, right? He is out front on all of the, the Luciferian satanic agenda. And if you think of Satanism, if you think like, well, we're going to be one of the 500 million people living, well, guess again, because I think Satan's a, a jet, ultimate agenda is to destroy every one of God's seed. That's my thought. Jason, what's your thought on Satan's ultimate goal? Well, just kick it off with that question. <laughs> let's, st let's start there. <laughs> let's start there. Satan's ultimate goal is, you ever see Pinky in the Brain? That yes. That cartoon? Yep. To, to take over the world. But yeah, if you go through religious, um, if you go through religious doctrine and you take Satan versus God, so to think, so to speak, yeah. uh, and that's a whole other philosophical conversation of how is there a God and there's a Satan if God is is was and always will be and all almighty and omnipotent and all presence. What exactly is God and what exactly is Satan? But we'll get to that if we want. But Satan's ultimate goal is to basically destroy God basically to destroy God and overpower God and anything that God created. Therefore, if God created the planet and all its inhabitants, as it states clearly in Genesis, then Satan's goal would basically be, hey, you know what? I want to destroy all of that. And therefore, it's life force energy. This consciousness, which I like to call Satan, is a consciousness, just like a higher consciousness is godly consciousness. The consciousness of, and in, in Hebrew, they would call it the Yetzer Horah and the Yetzer Tov. Everybody's a duality. And we can delve deeper into that later on, if you'd like. Yep. But the consciousness of Satan's is basically the Antichrist. 
anti-Christ consciousness. And Christ defined, as my mentor would say, is natural. And in the law, there's a natural law and there's God's law, which is synonymous to natural's law. So if Satan is the antichrist, that would mean he is against, and he we're just using for conversation, he is against natural law or God's law. Therefore, would objective would be to be all-powerful and thus destroy that which is natural, which is God, and everything is a byproduct of that. So in a nutshell, it's to destroy the planet, take over the world. And this has happened in other dimensions and other planets and other solar systems where this consciousness basically was successful and destroyed planets of, of love and consciousness. However, the souls of those beings were not destroyed because the soul's essence is, was, and always will be, just as biblical principles state. And if you just parlay Satan's uh, satanic worship and Satan's law with Babylonian empire, the Babylonian empire's Achilles heel would be creation. That's why if you ever go to a court or if you ever go into uh, the Babylonian world and you recite uh, biblical principles or quotes, they frown upon it. Because it's overriding their jurisdiction, which was created by a satanic premise. And sat satanic premise, and just as Jesus in the New Testament would say, you can use uh, their rules and laws against them, right, as well as God's highest law. So the Achilles heel for Satan is using God's law and then his own laws against him. And his argument would be, well, you can't use God because God's all-powerful, so we can't do that. Therefore, you use Satan's laws against him, and now he's got nowhere to go. Very that's what Jesus was a master of. I love this introduction to you. This is great. I know I had you on last fall, but this is perhaps to a part new audience. Let me go through a PowerPoint to properly introduce you and get the show on the road because got a lot to talk about. <laughs> lot to cover in 55 minutes. All right, episode 41, Jason Ian. This show I titled Human Soul versus Babylonian Law or Babylon Law. And you can find me on Unrestricted Warfare, which is this show, or Beyond the Bible every every other day uh, on Red Pill Project uh, forward slash, uh, excuse me, on rumble.com, Red Pill Project. Here we go. Tucker Carlson. This I love because... The, the Babylonians have been communicating in numerology and gematria and all of that for a long, long time. Symbolism, iconography, everything. And here we get a pinned, pinned Tucker Carlson tweet. And what does it say? 13 hours, the magical 13 against the Gabal, the Illuminati, and 100 million views behind me. You can't make this up. I actually love this. Chase, any comment on... These, these magical numbers here, 13 and 100. Well, 100 in numerology, you just say 100 is one. So there it is. Yep. Um, and you'll remind me of that raid of the 13 hours, the movie yep. that they did, they picked it. Well, that's specifically about the embassy um, raid of where the American embassy uh, was uh, the gentleman who they basically took out was going to bring forth the truth of what was happening of them smuggling weapons into ukraine so that's what the 13 is about 
um and is my opinion um yeah. and then Epi- go ahead i'm completely with you keep going oh and then if you want to do all the different numbers that he's posting all over the place, you know, you can just have fun with that. Like uh, two minutes and seven seconds is, you know, uh, if you go one and uh, eight and one is nine plus uh, nine is 18, which is nine. And the highest numerology in all gematria, as well as all numerology, whether it's Eastern or Western, the highest deviation is nine. Anything after nine is a derivative so, of nine. So, so, so the person that, that talker or whoever circled this didn't recognize that 207, 18, you did for the first time in the lower left. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I'm a big dude about, and then uh, about uh, numbers everywhere. And, and sometimes it, you know, a cigar is just a cigar. And I never believe a cigar is just a cigar. And you can always, always find things to put into it. Um, but, uh, but I would think, there's no mistake and everything is conscientiously put in front of the people for yep. a very specific communication. That's, that's absolutely beautiful. I, lo- I love that input from you. So what am I showing here? So I'm showing a cliff high posted this today of all days. Um, the Davos dining room, which has got some satanic worship, bloodlettings, snakes, all sorts of things. That's a mural inside Davos, right? Inside the World Economic Forum where they have the dining room for the power elites, right? At the same time, we got Putin over here uh, basically saying, President Putin, World Economic Forum founder Klaus Schwab is a globalist terrorist who is holding humanity to ransom. Their new world order has failed and their days are numbered. I agree with that. The person I've been talking to, a deep source, uh, Jason has told me that uh, Agenda 2030 is now six years behind. Go ahead, you, you weigh in. Well, you know, they have their Agenda 2030. They have all their all these agendas, and and I I'll concur that we, the collective consciousness, having the gift of the internet, I think is very significant, uh, has put a wrench in their system. Yeah, and I do believe there has been some sort of divine intervention. I think it goes back to 2016 when Trump did get into office. I don't think they were planning that. Um, And yet I also take that with a grain of salt because I think everything is exactly orchestrated. However, uh, I do know from sources that um, the Holocaust was stopped by divine intervention. Love it. So I do also believe that there's... uh, beings or consciousnesses, if you want to call it extraterrestrial, whatever you'd like, that are monitoring the planet and can do certain things to offset certain agendas. So what we're seeing right now with so much truth coming out, uh, you know, oftentimes people talk about the white hats and Q and all this stuff. And again, I personally take everything with a grain of salt and I decipher through everything and I go with what resonates is true. And then I look at the outcome of what's happening on the planet. And what I have seen is there has been some miracles taking place, meaning the 2030 agenda has been pushed back. They try to do some certain things with the pandemic that happened, you know, back in 2020. Um, And now people are waking up and here's the thing that people often might raise a brow with. If God called what you want, source energy is running the show then is it possible that the nefarious, as uh, nefarians is one of our people here at American Action like to call them, the nefarians are actually doing exactly 
what they say they're doing, God's work, to help purify the consciousness on the planet, whether they're doing it with a nefarious intention or are they actually doing it as God's servants? It's a thing to contemplate because if life is to perpetuate life, even in the mammals and the canines, you'll see a, a or, or felines when you see a cat have a wounded uh, 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 kitten. Yep. She will get rid of it. And some people say, how could you get rid of oh, your wounded kitten? From a human point of view, you're going, that's horrible. However, in nature, it's for life. And if there's a weak link that will stop life, it needs to be purified. So perhaps we're having and witnessing and experiencing a mass purification on the planet through Mother Nature and God's running the show. Now, am I condoning Certain things, absolutely not. I don't think people should be causing harm. I don't believe in genocide, just for the record here. Yeah, me too. However, when you look at it from a higher point of view, if God's running the show and God is a mystery to the human mind, then we have to sit back because couldn't God just intervene in any moment? And what makes us think that God is not intervening intervening right now? And it just looks He's different. In Intervening through us, perhaps. That's right. And the through more the, through the good people, we're not all good and purified, but through the people that actually believe in God and believe in life and believe in truth, He's working through an army of us, I believe. And I'll I'll concur with that. And um, you know, say what you will about certain leaders. Perhaps Putin is one of them. I believe that they are aligned to a higher truth. Somebody like Putin. And yep. the media in the West, because of their agenda for Ukraine and Kazarian Mafia agenda, they're going to uh, scapegoat on him and slander him and so on and so forth to create whatever propaganda they want to create so as to perpetuate an agenda they have been doing, which is mass genocide. Yeah, and they've been picking on Putin and Russia for, since 2016, and... The reason why they didn't want Putin talking to Tucker is, you know, more than 100 million views. Actually, the people who've been listening to CNN and all the, the ABC networks and so on and so forth, they're actually going to get a different story that's been, been, you know, gaslit, lied to, propagandized over the last eight years. They're suddenly going to realize, right. hey, wait a minute. Well, I didn't know that Ukraine was full of Nazis. Hold on. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. And so it is Putin's actual threat to the Western media because they no longer control the narrative. The truth does. Go ahead. That's yeah, that's beautiful. And so I like to look at an analogy as the truth is like water. Okay. The truth is like water because it'll always, yeah, exactly. It'll always find its way to the surface. It yeah. always finds it's out. Bruce Lee always said, be like water because you can always find your way out so the analogy is if you have a sandcastle that people that made it a gorgeous sandcastle call it the tower of babylon if you will yep. on the beach and it's gorgeous and it's there for an indefinite period of time and then there are entities or beings living in that sandcastle and they believe that that sandcastle is real until they come out of her do they see a higher point of view? 
And then all of a sudden, the water rushes up to the ocean from the ocean and wipes out that sandcastle. And all of a sudden, the illusion, the facade, aka the narrative, falls apart. Because if life, creation, source energy is always to perpetuate more life, just like that cat analogy I was using. Yep. Then anything that's not for life will, by definition, be washed away back into its nothingness from whence it came. That's what we are experiencing, I feel, today as we watch Putin and Tucker, people like yourself, and other wonderful people out there who are bringing a higher truth. That's the water washing away the sandcastle and deleting the illusion so that the truth can rise to the surface and it will not be denied. And here's some truth. And Jesus never said the truth was going to be pretty or wasn't going to be ugly or horrific. He only said the truth will set you free. Mm -hmm. So for devout Catholics, I guess when the truth comes out about what the Vatican really is, you know, they they, they had an architect and they built built the, the Vatican Hall on a serpent head. A real kind of strange for a religion that's supposed to be backing Jesus Christ. And then we have the Pope potentially being a pedophile. And here's some pictures on the left, right? Mm -hmm. And the same thing was about the Dalai Lama. He's been exposed last year about making out with little kids and babies and stuff. It's just really disturbing stuff. And then, of course, th this truth and this ugly truth that 800,000 children in the United States go missing every year. That is an insane number. And, you know, I guess this war on truth is basically about, like you go back to your cat analogy, about preserving the opportunity for mankind to perpetuate itself, right? To reproduce not to go to transhumanism like the World Economic Forum. No, to, to keep our natural DNA, our, our natural uh, people, and go in that direction. So I'm showing this to kind of wake up some people. It's kind of jarring, but this, these are some realities we have to talk about. Yeah, it is. I mean, it speaks for itself. There's not much more you can say. Uh, it's just, it's, it's um, yeah. Yeah, it's right. I'm, I'm not here to bash any religions or anything. I get it. But, you know, people that are really devout in certain certain religions around the world, they're in for a major shock if you yeah. if you don't understand, right? You got to separate the truth from your, your indoctrination. And, and a lot of religions are indoctrination, just like a lot of schools are. And here we got some fun. So we have Epstein on up top and so, some wizard. You got to love these, these five million or so um, citizen reporters. They go do research and they, they go in all kinds of directions, rabbit holes. And so someone finds the logo for, for Nickelodeon, and wow, Nickelodeon is an island shaped like Epstein Island, all right? It's not in the same direction, but we wouldn't be seen reading Nickelodeon, but there it is. So there is Epstein Island, and there is Nickelodeon, and it's like in our face. This is constantly in our face, this kind of a satanic uh, predictive programming. Jason. Yeah, now, if you look on Epstein Island... Uh, you'll see he's got that um, kind of like temple structure that looks like the Dome of the Rock. Yeah, right there on, on the bottom right. Yeah, that's just for your audience to start to ponder. And if you look at the Ellen DeGeneres show, they have it in their background. And when you look at a lot of the movies, they have those um, that same structure. Wait, which, then... is, which is, uh, uh, painting-wise, it's it's blue and white stripes painted uh, horizontally. Right, and, right. It, and it's gold, gold on the top, and it's correct. Got, uh, yeah. So when you look at that, you start putting pieces together and go, hmm, 
there is this movie that I just went to watch, um, and they bring some of this out. Um, uh, if you go and watch this movie called Argyle that just came out, yep. they have a scene in there where they're talking about the Quran or in the middle of uh, where there's some secrets in there. And at the end, they bring you into a temple that looks quite similar <laughs> to the Dome of the Rock and the the structure of allegedly the third temple at the temple mound in israel and they're talking about it being uh their secrets in there so when you compare and contrast the quran and blend it with the the babylonian talmud and the torah and you start doing a cross reference with some of the information you can raise a brow and see what's been infiltrated what's take what's what they've been uh turning around to be misconstrued as a satanic worship as opposed to a pure holistic loving of creator right like, like the gregorian calendar we can get into all kinds of things today that's for sure uh jason <laughs> talk, talk about yourself talk about your amazing background uh and talk about the foundation which is not one of the urls here but go ahead Wonderful. Well, thank you for that. Uh, uh, as the picture says, I'm Jason Ian, child of God. And the reason why I say child of God is because uh, we teach. I teach a lot about the law, but from a spiritual point of view, along with Americans in Action. Americans in Action, we have uh, a group of us. The founder is Christo Hart, and then we have Ananda and myself are the front runners. Um, and uh, child of God is basically who you are as an essence. You come from creator. You are an image of that creator, and you're not a Babylonian uh, entity, which is created on pieces of paper with your all caps name. That's for another show. Um, I work as an assistance of counsel, which is noted in the Sixth Amendment of the Constitution for the United States of America, and which, by the way, the Declaration of Independence tells us that we are all endowed by our creator, so our forefathers were tapped in. And uh, counsel comes from the Torah, and some the most famous um, uh, counselor who was in the of counsel was Aaron, who was uh, Moses's counsel. And all of the main characters in the Bible always had their counsel. So where does the assistance of counsel come from? Well, biblical principles. Uh, I studied as a Orthodox rabbi in Israel for like three and a half years. Um, I had a big beard and more hair. Uh, and uh, was doing that and traveling around. And that journey actually opened me up to uh, other things with comparative religions, spirituality, metaphysics, um, and so on and so forth, and political agendas, and just a lot of different things. So it opened my eyes, and God brings everybody to where they have to be through whatever path they have to be if you're a truth seeker. Um, that brought me to uh, learning with a, a, a great master and um, spiritual uh, guide. And uh, we have uh, and the founder of, uh, of this other organization that we have is called Spirit Awareness Foundation. Dot com And Christo Hart is the creator of that. And we all work as spiritual counselors there, too. So you can check that out. And then uh, you can find me on TikTok, too, is at J. I, I am. That's the letter J. I am. 1133 i've got some stuff out there and then i'm having a workshop on the 18th of this month so you can go to americansinaction.info and learn about that but uh basically it's all about bringing in consciousness of who you are 
so that you can navigate through this third dimensional reality as a spiritual being having a human experience so you can stand upon your knowingness that you are one with your creator and everything outside in Hinduism or Sanskrit is called Maya and in other words, illusion. And now you're not subject, subjected to that illusion or the what they would call the Babylonian Empire. Yep. And you can now live freely from within and create the world you want. And hopefully it's it's heaven on earth so we can experience the Jubilee here altogether. Yeah, absolutely. So 1133, let me just jump in here for a second. In 2018, I had a real quick dream on some summer morning when I lived in New York City and I woke up and the dream was real simple. It was like 11 Oaks. You know, like 11 Oaks, like I thought I was addressed my hometown of Bronxville, New York. And no, that was called Oak Ledge Road. And it was no number 11. So the next place was the Bible. And so I entered in 11 Oaks and the word Oak Tree shows up in 11 books of the New and Old Testament. So, so the, the Christian version, right, the King James Version of the Bible, and there's 17 patches and Oak Trees in those 11 books. And so I That's was cool. blown away by that. 33 is what the age of Jesus Christ being hung on a cross. 33 is also the hoax number used by the Illuminati. Uh, so if you take the day the World Health Organization de declared the pandemic, they could have done it at the end of January 2020. No, they waited to March 11. Three times 11 is 33. Mm -hmm. So any significance for you having 1133 with your TikTok? Yeah, um, they're master numbers. Got it. Uh, see, I forget who said it, but uh, I think there's like some famous quote that nobody ever started a war over math, right? <laughs> so the great back quote. To the child of God real quick and Gematria, everything, everything is sacred geometry. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Rubik's cube is a very profound toy because it has the colors of the spherot, the chakra system, it's a cube, but it's multidimensional and so on and so forth. So uh, sacred geometry is coming from the stars, astrology. When you look at biblical principles, they will say all the characters are, you know, in the New Testament, the famous one, Yeshua ben Yosef, the yep. son of which is basically of the house and lineage of. The house and lineage of is the house, the astrological star system of which every soul comes from. There's different houses in astrology. When you start tapping into sacred geometry, no matter which emphasis, whether it's Eastern, Western, or anything in between, you're going to meet at the same place, right? So there's houses, okay? So if you're, uh, you know, John Doe of the house of, right? Then you're a child of God. I'm Jason Ian is the given name of the house and lineage. And then I would give you my last name, right? But then in uh, in Judaism, there's your Hebrew name, which is your true essence name, which is an alignment to your soul. And so the third, 1133 is master numbers that are synchronistic to the stars and alignment. Now it's neutral, okay? Energy is neutral. So the power of these sacred geometry and the stars can be used for a nefarious intention or for a pure intention, but the power is still the same. That's why they say, oh, if this gets into the wrong hands, so on and so forth. You see movies about that all the time, the life experiences, Tesla, so on and so forth. So 
1133 for me is a master number that aligns to certain uh, astrological signs for myself in my house. And it also carries a resonation and a frequency with a pure intention that I want to align for, to bring whatever I want to bring forth to the greater whole of God, meaning the world. Thank you very much for that explanation. I need to address one fan yesterday. I uh, block, blocked out her last name, but her name's uh, Yvonne. So I received this uh, through Josh Reed, my uh, one of my co-founders at uh, De Decentralized.media. Yvonne has just posted a comment on last night's show, which was Unrestricted Warfare, or Wednesday night's show, World War III Babylon B system with Scotty Sachs. And she says, James, why did you and others leave AMP after the merger? Can you talk about that one day soon? So I'm going to talk about it now, Yvonne, um, real quick. Um, you know, I was a founding member of American Media Periscope going back, all the way back to autumn of 2020. I had the number one show there for two years, you know, collective views every month. Uh, a bunch of different shows eventually became Unrestricted Truths, had 460 episodes. Um, new owners came and, and bought it uh, basically in September. Uh, in, in beginning of October, we were told, most of were told that you're getting a cut, major cut in pay. Some part-timers, you're getting no money. Right. But you bring in your own affiliates. So I'm just telling you what's out there. Right. I do not have an NDA with a new company, by the way, stating that clearly. Right. Because AMP Media turned into AMP News. I never I didn't quit. I didn't resign. I simply did not sign the new contract, which began in the beginning of, of November. My last day was the 27th of October. But I felt deep inside of mid-October and it wasn't wasn't much of a I wasn't sad or anything. I realized that the new owners were going to water down the content for whatever reason. So if you think of a steak knife, I'm a steak knife, right? Or or a Bowie knife out, out in, the, in the woods, right? Whatever the truth is, I don't care how ugly, I got to bring it out to the audience, right? That's my job and the conversation. That's, you know, I have a, a vaccinated autistic son. I'm going to war. That's me. So I'm taking the war knife, right? Well, this company already came in and started coming out with a regular plain knife, like something you use for, you know, cutting an egg in the morning, very basic stuff. Well, Lo and behold, I was right. So within 90 days, Amp News is no more. They, they, they bought out, the owners bought out another company and they folded Amp News into the into this new company. So they're not even using Amp News, uh, whatever was the URL or Amp Media URL. All that's gone. They've literally taken over, but now, now they come out with a butter knife or spreader knife, right? Some, some little thing you, you spread with cheese. So it's got so watered down, and they let go of the original 30 of the 36 founding members from what I understand, what I heard, have have been let go. Right. It was it was it was like the one thing John Chambers didn't want was happen happened. And I and seven and six other show hosts, which took out 85 percent of all the traffic. So, of course, it was, you know, the AMP News is going to fail because they had no traffic. They had no cutting edge to them anymore. This is all my personal opinion. And I realized, I saw the writing on the wall, and I'm like, I am not working with anyone that wants to water me down, anyone that might be or may not be a controlled opposition. I'm not doing it. I refuse to sell myself and go work for them. And then or also end up in a cutting block like like, like you know, a lot of my colleagues uh, were you know, in the past couple of weeks. I was not gonna allow them to dictate my future. And so Josh Reed, among others, have created Decentralized.media and will be launched that platform this spring. When exactly, we're not sure, but we got the right platform. There's going to be a big technology push behind it. 
So stay with us because we're going to bring out 30 or 40 shows very soon. And we've got a Chinese language show coming up in the next week or two. Why? Because there's a big Chinese American audience and North American audience that have no clue what's going on in the world related to truth. And we're going to spread the truth in that direction as well. Thanks for letting me do that, uh, Jason. I just want to answer Yvonne. Yvonne, take care. I love you. So Good for you. I, I love that you're doing that. Good for you. And I'm not naming names and I'm not blasting anybody. You know, they, they make a business decision. I make a different decision. It's that simple, right? I hold mm -hmm. no grudge. I, I'm focused on the future, the truth. That's all I care about. And there's no way farmers buying me off. Not after <laughs> 24 years, my son being vaccine injured. That's not happening. You know, he's one of the 5,400 cases kicked out of vaccine court. But I'm, I'm not here for him as as well as the rest of the generation. We know the vac COVID vaccines have been our bioweapons, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And we cannot allow, you're an expert in language, but I, I want to just play a little uh, wordsmithy with you on, on the COVID language the CDC puts out. So they come out with the term long vax. Well, I mean, long, long COVID. Well, we got to take back the language to say, no, no, no. When the people who've been vaxxed, injured, and think, oh, I got long COVID. They're sick again. No, no, no. You got to correct them. You're long vaxxed. I have, a, mm -hmm. I have blood clots. No, no. You got vax clots. That's right. But we have to start taking back the language. I got this really rare acute cancer. No, no, no. You know what you got? You got a vax injury. You got turbo cancer. The Brits named it. So you got to tell them they have turbo cancer. Why, why are you changing the language for them? You have to do this, especially the people who are vaccinated, who are not sure what happened to them. You got to like take the language back, say, no, you got turbo cancer. And why am I saying that? Because then they get, then they start ask questions. They might not ask questions at the moment, but then they're going to start every time they see the word turbo cancer and it's out everywhere on social media, they will, they will begin to wake up slowly. And they, if they do answer a question, you can say it's vaccine related. And, and the, you're planting a seed. You don't have to get in an argument, don't debate, right? You just put that other seed, that next seed in their brain and get them thinking about it. This mm -hmm. is how we have to wake up our brothers and sisters who've been deceived, armed, coerced, all of it. Jason, what are your thoughts on changing the language, taking back the language from the CDC and pharma? I, I, I love it. I, I, I'm a, As you know, I'm a seeker and stander of truth. And, you know, the English language has got to be the most dumbed down language on the planet. Right? For a reason. <laughs> and um, I will tell you this as well, that all the language that they use is so manipulative, probably drafted up by attorneys whose jobs it is is to attorn, meaning make up shit and, <laughs> and, and present a narrative to those who are ignorant, meaning the populace. One of the things that you have to... Uh, that I feel we have to do is help pierce a veil through the cognitive dissonance that happens with people. And the cognitive dissonance that happens with people is twofold. One, they have been conditioned and indoctrinated over, you know, a couple decades, let alone centuries. And now they're byproducts of that. But then two, if there are those out there who did take a tinker shot, Right. And now all of a sudden they don't want to look at the fact that they've actually caused harm to themselves. So they'll go into denial. And now the cognitive dissonance on top of denial that's saying, oh, no, 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 it can't be. But you have to stop and go, wait a minute. Six months ago, did you have anything? No, you didn't. So then what changed? Well, you did X, Y and Z. 
well, that would mean A plus B equals C. And yep. let's try to look at it objectively to pierce that. In addition to that, um, the language, if you just break it down to some of the things that they're saying, for example, when they promote, <laughs> this is this is something that I, I love doing, when they promote that the vaccine is safe and effective, okay, yep. who are they speaking to? If it's a business proposal and you're trying to get investors to support a genocide and you need to put it out there in the world because you're monitoring your process of how your genocide agenda is going, if is it successful or not, you're not going to come out into the public like Bill Gates did on his TED talk and say, hey, yeah, I'm going to kill people, right? You're going to come out and say the vaccine is safe and effective. So what the business investors who are gendered is to commit genocide is, is saying, great, that jab is now working to eliminate humanity. While at the same time, therefore, it's safe and effective for the investment. But it's a double entendre because now they lie and they promote that it's safe and effective so that the people who are ignorant to what's happening feel that they can go line up and get it. Yep. So you have to always backtrack to who's promoting and you go to the source. Follow the money. Follow the money and follow who consider the source. Whenever you see something on social media or wherever you see it and it's a paragraph that's written about a certain thing, go back to who wrote the article. Go back or- to the company is. The company, if you're going to the company, I recommend going to the board of directors and, and leadership advisors and find out really who these people are, right? Are, they, right. are they part of the intelligence community? Are they part of big tech, right? Because a lot of this incestuousness in these corporate boards is that they 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 sit on each other's boards. So we're, we're getting this one giant think, think, uh, think group or think tank, and it's a very dangerous way to proceed in the world. And isn't it is it a, is it a coincidence? I think not that many of the FDA members used to be part of Big Pharma and vice versa. Yeah, same thing with uh, Dr. Julie Gerberding. I will mention her. She came a year after it was allowed, leaving the CDC for nine years. She she joined president of, of Merck's vaccine thing, so she got rich overnight. And it, it, this just it, she's only one example. There's many many examples, and we've got to make big government smaller fast. We got to break up their their kind of monopoly hold on them. They their intrusiveness into our sovereign lives, into our private lives. We got to push back on all that, right? Yeah. Well, one way to do that is if you just know how to correct your status um, and know who you are as a spiritual being, having a human experience and not part of a corporate infrastructure. And one way you could do that is check out AmericansInAction.info workshop on the 17th, where our colleague is doing a workshop of how to correct your status and exit the corporation. And another way of saying that is exit Babylon. So, yep. um, and then you can navigate through it. The Republic never had corporate ties. It was about the people. So we are in truth, America is a republic. It's not a democracy. Definitely. I'll say that again. America is a republic, not a democracy. If you don't know what a republic is, look it up. A republic basically, and this is paraphrasing, is where the people are in charge. We okay? the people. 
perfect. And it's just like all of our contracts, meaning the Constitution, the trust indentures, meaning the preamble of the Constitution, everything is for the people, by the people, okay? For our posterity, meaning we are the beneficiaries of that trust called the Constitution, okay? So when we can start re-educating people of who we truly are and where the source of power comes from, now when we have enough people living that way, now, there you go, that's it. Now we Jump can start building the momentum. No excuse not to read the uh, U.S. Constitution. <laughs> no excuse. <laughs> really? I mean, it's just incredible. Uh, you did a great TikTok, a five-minute uh, clip I saw about a month ago, where, where you're talking about the language, going back to the dumbed-down English, the soul, the human soul, and you can't, and you, you know, your background in law and everything, you you cannot find it in all of this legal, legal, whatever, you know, blizzard of pages, you know, thousands of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of pages. It doesn't exist anywhere because what I understand about the Babylonian maritime law system, you are a incorporation. You're a dead person, True. right? Where, right. where God, God is clear. Yahuwah has clearly said, I'm a God of the living, not the dead. Right. That, that, that's the other that's the other side, the yin and yang. Right. The God of the dead is Satan and all his little deities and, and Baal, Moloch, uh, Baphomet, all of them. That's right. But so you 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 went. So it doesn't say it in, 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 the, in the law books and everything else. But you found it in Genesis two, verse seven. Is that, that correct? Yeah. Genesis two, verse seven. Is Genesis Genesis chapter two verse seven is where the soul is is basically first mentioned in the biblical history. In in the in in the chapter called Bereshis, which is Hebrew, uh, for in the beginning, it, that's the loosely translated of it. I can break it down further for you what it, how it's more accurately translated. Yeah, but um, in Genesis uh, chapter two verse seven, it talks about where. The creator, God, created this thing called man and how he did it. And we're going to use he as just for communication to reference the creator. How God, the creator, did it was he breathed life. Very key words there. Breath and life into the nostrils of said man and thus gave said man a soul. Which, by the very definition, the soul is the life force energy of that which gives somebody their definition of being a living, breathing man or woman. Babylonian Empire can only use what exists, which is energy, but they can't create soul, right? So they create a mirror image of that which already exists, meaning God's creation. One of my colleagues, a very brilliant woman, says, if you look at we were created in the image of, well, that would be there's the living and then the image of they mirrored that and created your straw man. Right. So you're the living, breathing man or woman in the image of your creator with the soul. Babylon comes around and says, well, we can't control because there's a maximum law that says that which creates controls. So in as much as that they didn't create man or woman, they have to be able to create something as a shadow of that. Ergo, your straw man, your all caps name, the Babylonian Empire, which exists only on paper. 
Earth bond. That's right. And anything that's adjudicated in the legal system is on paper, meaning the courts. They want paper. They want you to contract. All those things is all working in the construct of death, meaning a piece of paper, a corpseration, yep. a dead entity, whereas you're the living. So if you realize that you're the living and you can navigate through Babylon using your game piece called the corporation, that's not you, then you can navigate. However, they want you to believe you are that piece of paper and hold your physical body as the surety and the liability for all of their transactions. Okay, so they can't create the living breathing. So they created the shadow, which is your straw man. That's why in all of their legal books, including Black's Law Dictionary, Bouvier's Dictionary, you name it, the word soul does not exist because in that world, the soul doesn't exist for them because they live in what they even tell you legal fiction, an illusion, a reality that only exists based on people's collective agreements that that's real. It's the Wizard of Oz. Don't it look is. at the man behind the mirror. Look at this big Oz and be afraid. But when you know who you are, you realize it's just an illusion and that you're a living, breathing man or woman with a soul and that which creates control. So the only one that you have to answer to is who? Your creator, not a judge in a robe, not a politician. And our forefathers knew this. That's why they said in the Declaration of Independence, we hold these truths to be obvious, self-evident, that all men are what? Created equal and are endowed by whom? Their creator. And we hold these rights within us. So I just did another TikTok that talks about this more in detail. Just look at it on JIM 1133, and it's called uh, You Are Your Remedy. And then, again, we're going to do this on the workshop February 18th and 17th. We're doing a workshop on that, and we'll, we'll delve deeper into it. But that's why there's no soul defined, because they don't live in, they don't operate in the living. They operate in the dead. Right. Now, before the show, you and I had a conversation about Lucifer and where the point of origin, you know, like we, we've all come from the same place, That's all right. living things at the, at the end of the day. That's right. And that the shock of this grand illusion is they're going to claim the Luciferians, right? The evil people are going to claim you're, you're one of us. Well, technically yeah. we, we are one of you, right? We, we, you know, we're, we're, we're all created equal. So take it away from there on a biblical vista. Okay, so let's get into some Kabbalistic, if you will, some mysticism. And we're going to have to talk poetically speaking so that the mind can comprehend because we're working in a linear dimension here. But in Genesis, again, this is the very first chapter of the Old Testament. The very first word is Bereshitz. Bet, Resh, uh, Aleph, Shin, and Tov. Okay? Bereshis, those are the Hebrew letters. Bereshis, usually loosely translated, is in the beginning. Kabbalistically, though, we go, okay, so in the beginning implies a starting point. Yep. But that would beg the question, then, what's before the starting point? 
And in Kabbalistic terms, they have this thing called Ensof. Ensof is the highest uh, place of consciousness, which basically means I am nothingness. And if you look at it from an analogy of an artist, you have a blank canvas. Okay. Mm -hmm. If anybody out there has ever drawn a picture or had an idea to create a building or whatever their vision was for whatever they're applying in their life, before they started to take that first step, whether it was the brush on the canvas or if they broke the ground to build a, a, a new condominium structure, whatever it may be, they had the vision, the end soul. It came from nothingness, a thought. And this is even limiting language for when you talk about creation. But before the beginning, there was the vision, the idea. That concept is where all is, was, and every, uh, will be, right? We are, we is, and we always will be. There is a nothingness. It's beyond time and space. It's from there where creator said, I got an idea for this painting called existence. And then at the beginning, God, he, she took his paintbrush and made the first stroke upon the canvas. That's the beginning. Before that, we are light. We are sound. We are one. As if you, if you can imagine a, um, a, what do I call it? A, uh, the glass with all the colors. Yes. Um, uh, oh, the mosaic or the, uh, mosaic glass, glass or, stained or, glass. Uh, What's that? Stained, stained glass. Yes. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. In churches and stuff. The ray of light is what give, which shines through the stained glass is what gives you the illusion of the different colors. Another analogy is the prism. If you have a prism, the light comes through the prism. It's still one light, but it refracts through the stained glass or through the prism. And all of a sudden you have the illusion that there's a red, a green, a blue, and all these other chakra colors and different separations or religions or yeah. races or man, woman, right? In Genesis, it says God created male, female before he created man. Let's say that again. God created male, female before he created a man. Well, that sounds like a cell. With genes or genesis, genes, yeah. DNA, you have both your masculine and your feminine DNA and energy, masculine and feminine, right? And then as it divides, it becomes a man or a woman. Then with the soul, the breath, it becomes alive. So the beginning is the light. Luciferian also means light, light. Remember, energy is neutral. Consciousness is neutral. So if the Luciferian consciousness is light, then it became infiltrated with a nefarious intention to cause harm or destruction, but it's still light. I think we talked a little bit about this on this broadcast already yep that energy stays neutral until you put a purpose or intention behind it and now you can create with that energy so the achilles heel for the luciferian empire and they even say this in their oath now do your own research and just so you all know 
I'm just a dude. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just here for your entertainment and education purposes only. So you go do your own research. Thank you. Now, having said all that, <laughs> what you need to realize is that the Luciferian empire, just like the Illuminati, was originally done for, uh, quote unquote, good purposes, for perpetuating life. But you give the keys to the Ferrari to a guy who, or a consciousness that wants to do nefarious uh, actions, now all of a sudden that Ferrari becomes a very violent machine. Okay. So the Achilles here for the Lucifer, the Achilles heel for the Luciferian is when everybody awakens to the realization that we are one. And that light that goes through the stained glass is an illusion. Therefore, religion, races, all countries with borders disappear at the end of the day and we become one. Now, if people awaken to that realization, guess what happens to a corporation, a corporation agenda to profit off of having borders and racism and religion and wars that are fought based on emergencies that this person is this specific illness and this person is this specific religion. All that goes bye-bye. And in Judaism, they say at the end of days, even Judaism says this, at the end of days, there will be no religion. And that just makes sense. Because when we return to what Kabbalistic uh, uh, mysticism states as ensof, a nothingness, you come back and you are whole, which is, by the way, in law, trust language to be made whole, which is what Jesus did when he said, I and my father are one. He combined the grantor, the trustee, and the beneficiary into one. The trust collapsed, and he became whole. And in Hebrew, the word shalom is often translated as peace, but in actual fact, it's translated to be made whole. And wow, so, back to the that. nothingness, the light. Jason, I'm going to have to bring you on again shortly. Uh, we're got a minute left. I want you to close out. Again, talking about your workshop, I'll bring you back in springtime because we're getting closer to um, some religious holidays and some uh, potential events happening in the world that might might uh, go along. It, it should be an interesting ride. Take it away, Jason. Sounds good. Hey, well, check us out at uh, americansinaction.info. On uh, February 17th, my colleague Ananda is doing uh, changing, correcting your status uh, class. And then on the 18th, I'm doing uh, Exit Babylon class. Uh, and uh, then you can also look at us on spiritawarenessfoundation.com, uh, where uh, my mentor, Christo Hart, is founder of that website. And we all work on that website to more spiritual also check us out uh, or check me out on J, the letter J, I am 1133 on TikTok and um, email us directly at Americans in Action at ProtonMail.com. And uh, hopefully you all can just jump on and have some more conversations. James, you're awesome. Thank you so much for having me on this show. Jason, it's my pleasure. Absolutely phenomenal information. Everyone, we're going to win this spiritual war. Why? Because it's about the truth. Take care, Jason. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you.